You know, that's really good advice these days. Yeah. Welcome in, friends, to this edition of Fusebox. Yes, the 189th such edition, perceptively entitled Jerk in the Box. And I'm your born-to-laugh-at-tornadoes-but-only-when-the-weather-is-nice host, Mark Rose, and uh, joining me over there, high and dry and always... Well, dry anyway. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the Archbishop of the Band Pass filter, Milt Keynes, everybody. Well, thank you kindly. Yeah, we uh, we need to change the channel, all right. You know, maybe even just leave the damn thing off these days. Yeah, I think once again, some critical thinking is recommended for uh, most mainstream media these days. Our uh, show title, as a matter of fact, refers to that very thing, friends. The fact that anyone can now be on a tube du jour. Yeah, and it doesn't mean you should. Well, see, this is the thing that we have these days, evidently. You've got a talking head from, uh, oh, it doesn't really matter. It could be Fox, CNN, whatever. The issue is that just because a well-modulated voice says something doesn't necessarily make it true. Sometimes those voices are coming from people who should know better, like elected folks. I've got a name for it now. You know, an orange guy called them rhinos. Yeah, Republicans in name only. Yeah, well, it looks like they got a couple of uh, dinos on the other side of the aisle. <laughs> huh. Uh, well, I guess it it, it it could appear that way. Uh, but you know what? Maybe they're just moles. Well, then lance those suckers. No, I think you mean boils. Okay, boil them then. No, no, no. I think you lance boils, in, uh, not moles. Well, I, I suppose you could use one of those uh, safe capture cages, right? Just, you know, release them somewhere else. You know, to be all green and shit. No, see, actually, moles are a skin... You know, never mind. The point being, once again, let critical thinking and listening be your guide these days, friends. And uh, that will help because there's a growing crescendo of noisy disinformation surrounding us daily. Seemingly... Anyone can be the jerk in the box these days. How about the jerks in the Senate box? On record now, as not really wanting anything to do with free or fair elections. You know what? And therein is a key point, Mr. Keynes. On record. Everybody knows who they are now and uh, what they didn't vote for. And regardless... What kind of word salad they try to toss at us, it comes down to 
Yet again, and but also. All for one? Yeah! And all for me! Yeah! What? One percent controlling everything that affects the other 99%. Same as it ever was. Uh, this vote is uh, no surprise, of course. The writing was on the wall for months. Not the end of it at all. Uh, we have other things looming that may have something to say about the outcome of uh, future elections, like, oh, I don't know, indictments, for one. Yeah, well, they're going to have to move pretty fast if that's the plan. Which, as we know, fast is not a word usually associated with the legal process. Yeah, but you know what? It, uh, that legal process is slow for very good reasons. The, uh, the discovery part of uh, any legal process is really the most important and, yeah, time-consuming as well. As a matter of fact, the discovery in a case involving extremely shady Florida Senator Matt Gates will be very interesting to watch, as his ex-girlfriend has just requested and been granted immunity for her testimony. Oh, buddy, the fur will fly on that Oh, yeah. And you know what? She's been evidently talking with prosecutors for months, they say. <laughs> Love to be a fly on that wall. This is a fuse box. Water warning. <laughs> Well, don't know if where you are was uh, affected by this uh, sudden tsunami warning, but a few days back, somewhere off the coast of Tonga in the South Pacific, an underwater volcanic eruption took place and created a tsunami. And uh, as a result, this thing uh, threatened most of the Pacific and uh, the west coast of the U.S. Well, you know, some of our listeners in Tonga are probably pretty torqued off. We have listeners in Tonga? Hell yeah. Uh, I think we're also really big in dry Tortuga. Huh. Yeah. That's the news from our social media maven, Regina Carroll, anyway. Well, she ought to know. So uh, it, it caused a rise of anywhere from uh, a foot or more in some areas, but uh, Tonga was hit really hard. I mean, uh, devastating loss to a couple of the uh, outer islands there. In one case, all but two homes remained standing on the island. Yeah, I think Japan was told to evacuate some low-lying areas too. And uh, New Zealand as well, uh, whom, by the way, is uh, helping to aid the Tonga government to uh, restore normalcy. After this thing hit. No, we didn't see anything, did we? Um, that, the, the coast had reports of like, uh, you know, one foot above normal surf conditions, but uh, nothing really serious. Uh, we were in what is known as an advisory status, not a warning status. Now, that would have been a completely different deal. I mean, these things can be like crazy tall sometimes, like over 100 feet high. Yeah. Which would definitely cancel your windsurfing plans. It, yeah, but you know what? Not for some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> well, you know, these things are, are really, I, and we get it, they're really no laughing matter. It's, it's quite devastating, actually. You know, with the way the last couple of years have been going, 
I wouldn't be surprised by a tsunami that was on fire and filled with murder hornets carrying assault rifles. That shoot hatchets. Yeah, buddy. Uh, just more interesting developments on our spinning blue globe. Or flat disk, if you're one of those folks. Very volatile times, friends. We'll uh, uh, take a pause uh, in this here audio disaster and uh, be right back at you. Pine scented. I like that. <laughs> Meh. Ech. This is where you make extraordinary skill. No. Ew. Meh. Meh. Hiya, Timmy. Say, why so glum, pal? Oh, hi, Uncle Carl. Gee whiz, what's a guy got to do to find cool merchandise these days, anyway? I've been searching online everywhere, and golly, all I can find is lots and lots of girl-on-girl porn, pictures of cats, and posts from losers who live in their parents' basement playing Pokemon Go. Whatever the fuck that is. But I can't find neato shirts or coffee mugs or anything. Gosh, I'm about to lose my shit. I really want to find a hip flask so I can sneak hooch into church like you, Uncle Carl. But I just can't find any. What the fuck am I going to (laughs) do? Well, Timmy, that sure is a dilly of a dilemma. But here, let me show you where to look. Gosh, look at all that swell merchandise. Wow. Thanks, Uncle Carl. Fuse box is the shit! It sure is, Timmy. It sure is. Thanks to Fusebox, Timmy can get himself a genuine Fusebox hip flask so he can get shit-faced in church just like Uncle Carl, who isn't really Timmy's uncle but is just a nice man who lives in his van down by the river. Find Fusebox hip flasks and other swell merchandise at thefuseboxshow.com. That's thefuseboxshow.com. Uncle Carl, I don't have a credit card. Now what'll I do? Why, that's easy, Timmy. Run in there and get your mother's purse. Thefuseboxshow.com and back from the shadows. Uh, you know, I um, I just wanted to take a moment and uh, mention that on one of the... Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I hear a tapping here. Oh, hey, Eco, what's up? What's that? Who passed away? Magawa the giant African pouched rat. Uh... This is a press release? This rat has a press agent? Well, uh, let me see. Um, this is... Oh! Oh, yeah, 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 I've heard of this little guy. Um... Well, do tell. We're sitting on pins and needles over here. Well, this is rather sad news, but, uh, on the other hand, great, too, in terms of what the little guy accomplished. So, uh, Magawa was known as a hero rat because of his record-breaking ability to sniff out landmines. Now, they have records for rats sniffing out landmines, huh? Why not? They have records for everything else. Uh, It says here that uh, Magawa's legacy 
will, quote, live on for decades to come in the lives he has helped to save, said Rebecca Buckingham from the People's Dispensary for Sick Animals. He was dubbed a hero rat after he sniffed out more than 100 landmines and other explosives in uh, Cambodia. But after a short retirement, uh, Magawa died Sunday, according to the Belgian-based charity Apopo, which uh, trained him in Tanzania before assigning him to the Southeast Asian country in 2016. Michael Hyman, uh, Apopo's Cambodia program manager, said, The African giant pouched rat was physically strong, so every day he searched more land than any other rat and found more landmines than others, and because the handlers loved him so much, they utilized him more than others, which is also a factor in why he found so many items. Apopo announced in a uh, press release in June of last year, Magawa's retirement. They also said that uh, Magawa had found a total of 71 landmines and 38 unexploded ordinances, making him the most successful mine-clearing rat ever. Over his uh, five-year career, he helped to clear more than 225,000 square feet of land. (laughs) Holy carp! Yeah, and and, uh, listen to this. Uh, Using an excellent sense of smell and memory, the rats can search an area the size of a tennis court in 30 minutes, something that would take a human with a metal detector up to four days. It's uh, it's also said that they are uh, light enough so as to not set off the the mines, so they can waddle across the things without, uh, of course, setting them off. They're taught to ignore scrap metal and only sniff out explosives. And evidently, uh, they take about uh, nine months to uh, train. Hell, I think we should replace some senators with these African giant pouched rats. I mean, these critters get shit done, bro. You know, some would argue, Mr. Keynes, that the... There are already far too many rats in the halls of Congress. (laughs) But I digress. Here's a uh, frightening stat. An estimated 5 million landmines were laid in Cambodia during a uh, civil war in the Southeast Asian country between 1975 and 1998, mainly in the northern region along the Thai border, leaving agricultural land unsafe to farm and impacting communities and livelihoods, more than uh, 386 square miles of land are still contaminated. Hyman said that uh, Magawa's handlers had noticed a decline in his agility and movement owing to his uh, old age. The creature was eight at the time he died, the equivalent of 100 in human years, he added. Now, how the hell... Do they do that math? (laughs) Who decides what the equivalent age is to a rodent? Is there some kind of formula or spreadsheet laying out all the different species and their age equivalents to humans? This really bothers you, doesn't it? Maybe. Yeah. Well, uh, Magawa was uh, awarded a gold medal for his life-saving work by the People's Dispensary for Sick Animals a British veterinary charity in uh, 2020. He was the first rat to receive the award. Hey, I wonder if he had like a little display case for his medal. You know, in his cage. You know, something he'd admire as he's eating cheese or whatever the hell an African giant pouched rat eats. You know, I'd guess after a career of service like that, 
anything he wants. Hey, speaking of real vermin, Ghislaine Maxwell is going to name the names. Or so she says. <laughs> yes, indeed. The second in command of the uh, now dead Jeffrey Epstein's uh, sex trafficking empire and blackmail consortium says she's ready to turn over the names of eight previously unnamed folks connected to the proceedings. As uh, she probably surmised, (laughs) nobody came forward to assist her, so... Yeah, what's she got to lose? She's been convicted on all but one charge and faces up to 65 years in prison. Yeah, and as a sidebar here, I just wanted to mention... I happened to watch a BBC film the other day, a a biopic on the uh, later life of Robert Maxwell, Ghislaine's dad and uh, media baron. Oh, yeah. Wasn't he the guy who was found dead on his yacht, like, uh, in Spain or something? Is something like that. I'll tell you. uh, This biopic, called uh, uh, Maxwell, by the way, starred David Suchet as Robert Maxwell, and uh, some may remember him as Agatha Christie's iconic Flemish private detective, Hercule Poirot. Brilliant at that, by the way. Well, you know, this biopic, um, although really entertaining, uh, didn't go anywhere near Maxwell's actual activities that uh, many argue were the reason for his demise. Not the financial scandal that uh, is often reported, which was real, by the way. He did try to do some creative financing with the corporate pension fund and playing an elaborate shell game with his various private companies, running transactions here and there, a very Byzantine way to elude authorities and, uh, most importantly, his creditors. The area that was uh, left untouched was his possible triple agent status. Triple? Triple, my friend. The Foreign Office suspected that Maxwell was a uh, secret agent of a foreign government, possibly a double agent, or maybe even, yes, we do think, a triple agent, and a, quote, thoroughly bad character and almost certainly financed by Russia. (laughs) It was known that he had links to the British Secret Intelligence Service, uh, MI6, to the Soviet KGB, and to the Israeli Intelligence Service, Mossad. And uh, at his funeral, there were six serving and former heads of Israeli intelligence services. And then also, uh, Israeli Prime Minister Yitzhak Shamir eulogized him and stated, quote, he has done more for Israel than can be told, end quote. So, uh, shortly before Maxwell's death, a uh, former employee of Israel's military intelligence directorate, Ari Ben-Menashe, approached a number of news organizations in Britain and the U.S. with the allegation that Maxwell and the Daily Mirror's foreign editor, Nicholas Davies, were both longtime agents for Mossad. Ben Menashe also claimed that in 1986, Maxwell informed the Israeli embassy in London that Mordecai Venunu revealed information about Israel's nuclear capability to the Sunday Times, then to the Daily Mirror. Venunu was subsequently kidnapped 
by Mossad and smuggled to Israel, convicted of treason and imprisoned for 18 years. And uh, the uh, suspected story about that unfortunate yacht cruise was that uh, the Mossad itself put a hit on him. What? Wow. Yeah, that's the theory. Oh, and the other thing <laughs> relating to the uh, Ghislaine story is that uh, nowhere in this biopic is she actually mentioned. Uh, she was the youngest daughter, and uh, the other kids um, are at least referred to in the, uh, in the film. Her name does come up, though. It's the name of his yacht. All right, friends. It's been a while, and uh, it's a new year, and uh, yeah, it's time to once again take a highly reluctant visit to that place down there, right there in that area. Yes, and this one is all sparkly. Dateline, Clearwater. So two Florida women are each facing a felony burglary charge after allegedly perpetrating a 3 a.m. glitter attack on a male victim, police report. <laughs> hey, were they shooting those silver candy ball bearings too? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably in their plans for later, you know? Uh, investigators say Sarah Franks and Caitlin O'Donovan arrived early morning at the Clearwater residence of Jacob Colon and began arguing with him while he was standing on his fenced balcony. Wait a minute. His name is Colon? Yeah, Colon. Huh. <laughs> Franks and Donovan allegedly each threw a container of glitter at Colon, who was struck quote, in the upper torso and head. Arrest affidavits do not reveal the nature of the argument or the relationship between the parties. Oh, I'm sure it had to do with, you know, discovering the one true self and unraveling the cosmic mysteries of time-space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that was it. So, uh, after pelting Colin, Franks climbed over the ground-level fence and entered Colin's apartment, where she, quote, engaged the victim again by throwing more containers of glitter at him. Franks then allegedly unlocked the front door to allow O'Donovan to enter the residence. Once inside, O'Donovan threw additional containers of glitter at Colin, and upon completing the glitter bombing, Franks kicked a window in Colin's residence until it broke. The pair then drove away from the apartment complex. Since it appears Colin was uh, able to identify his assailants, police arrested Franks and O'Donovan about an hour after the glitter attack. The getaway car, police reported, was tracked back to the duo's home. The auto was, quote, still warm to the touch and glitter... <laughs> was observed on the inside of the vehicle. <laughs> Franks bonded out of jail after posting a $75,000 bond. O'Donovan remains in custody at the Pinellas County lockup. A judge has ordered both women to have no contact 
with Cohen. Yeah, just another night in paradise, folks. <laughs> yes, yes it is. And you know, it's why we quietly shake our collective heads, noticing that that pesky rattle is still there. Yeah. And ask the time-encrusted question of the ages. What the fuck, Florida? (laughs) Oh, and on that sparkly and glitter-infused note, we'll call it a show. But not before thanking our contributors to this edition of Fusebox. Jody Lorimer for splendid ideification and eagle-eye rat awareness. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Pollard. Thanks as well to the Doctor of Dials, Milt Keynes, for technical assistance and so forth and so on. Pleasure as always. And thanks, of course, to you, friends, for pushing play on this installment of Fusebox. Yeah, and mash that subscribe button if you haven't taken the plunge. It's safe and effective. Seven out of five doctors agree. And we ran the numbers just to be sure. Yeah. I have been your unable to take your call right now as I'm recording this message. Host, Mark Rose, saying, until our next cartoon. Fusebox has not been sponsored by... That one place that sells stuff no one needs. The restaurant, you know the one, with the really good pickles. That other restaurant, where that guy with the weird eye works. The dive bar by the airport people seem to like. And by that sleazy motel, around the corner from the bar. This is Pud Diddler, hoping you tolerated today's show, and thanking you for tuning in to... (laughs) 